0: Pete Kingman here with Bible Story Evangelism. Uh, We're going to take a look at Zechariah 12.10. And uh, this is Season 1, Episode 15. Uh, This is a verse that I learned from my wife after we got married. We lived for a year and a half in a... um, Twelve foot wide, fifty-five foot long trailer, and uh, uh, Steve and I were just up in Tampa about uh, six weeks ago, and and we drove by where the trailer was. It hadn't survived. It barely survived. Uh, it was it's on its last leg when we had it, but somebody did buy it from us. But um, we we took a took a shellacking on it. But it was equal to anything we would have rented. So anyway. Um, but while we were in that house, we had to repair it, and I can't remember why this guy was there. I wanted to say he was an electrician, maybe helping us wire something. I can't remember. But We had a tradesman at the house, and Barb started talking to him about the Lord, and, and he identified himself as a new Jehovah Witness. And Jehovah Witnesses are kind of known for for not believing in the deity of Christ. Uh, they've changed John 1, which I just a couple of podcasts ago, I was talking about the deity of Christ. Uh, maybe it was the last one. Uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, number 14. This is number 15. So uh, the last one I was talking about, the deity of Christ. Uh, but... Uh, Anyway, they changed John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was a God. Well, I took Greek class, and there is definitely an a, a, a indefinite article in the Greek language, and a is the indefinite article, a God. The definite article would be the God. And I've got to thank Bob Gilbert for teaching me grammar, because I, I never learned it growing up. But fourth preposition was very important. And I maintain you can't teach physics without understanding to and from. So I think I talked about that already. But anyway, um, I'm all over prepositions. Anything you can do to a table or a fort and on, in, over, above, by, etc. All right, so um, so what she did with this verse, uh, Jehovah Witnesses are notorious for being very, very difficult to talk to. I guess their their training is to how to be evasive and how to, after you answer one question, they jump to another. But as it turned out, this guy was a, a new Jehovah Witness and hadn't been a Jehovah Witness very long. And uh, in, in all the Jehovah Witnesses I've ever talked to, this one, Barb stopped him in his tracks. And the way he did it was he went to Zechariah, uh, the book of Zechariah, and the verse that, that I've memorized, in, kind of in honor of my wife, but also because I, because I can use it. Um, I, verse, 10, verse 10 says, And I will, Zechariah twelve ten, if you're following along in your Bible, uh, I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and she'll be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. So what she did was she went a couple of chapters back before she got to Zechariah 12.10. She went back to Zechariah 10. And uh, any time the King James, one of the nice things about the King James is when you see the the. Uh, the, the word Lord uh, in all capital letters, it's it's the Hebrew word for Jehovah and anyway ask uh, ask ye the Lord Jehovah rain in the time of the latter reign uh, Zechariah 10.1 ask ye the Lord Jehovah rain in the latter time so the Lord Jehovah will make bright clouds and give them showers of rain verse 3 10.3 the lord jehovah of hosts hath visited his flock the house of judah uh, 10 verse 12 and i will strengthen them in the lord jehovah and they shall walk up and down in his name saith the lord jehovah chapter 11 thus saith the lord jehovah my god feed the flock I guess that would be to Zechariah, who's writing this book. Uh, Zechariah, chapter 11, verse 11. It was broken in that day, and so the poor of the flock that waited upon me knew that it was the word of the Lord Jehovah. Verse 15 of chapter 11. And the Lord Jehovah said unto me, Take unto thee. The yet the instruments of the foolish shepherd. Uh, Chapter 12. Now we're in the chapter. um, We're working our way to chapter 12, verse 10. But chapter 12, verse 1. The burden of the word of the Lord Jehovah for Israel saith the Lord Jehovah. Uh, Lord Jehovah is doing a talking here. Is the point we're trying to make? And the day saith in that day saith the Lord Jehovah, I will smite every horse. With astonishment, I, Jehovah, will open mine eyes upon the house of Judah, and will smite every horse of the people with blindness. Verse six, and I, Jehovah, make the governors of Judah like the hearth of fire among the wood. Verse seven, and I, and the Lord Jehovah shall save the tents of Judah first. Verse eight, in that day shall the Lord Jehovah defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in that day, verse 9, and it shall come to pass in that day, I, Jehovah, will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And verse 10, which is the one I, that Barb wanted to get to with this Jehovah Witness. And I, Jehovah, shall pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they, they shall look upon me, Jehovah, whom they have pierced, and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. Well, barb did it probably better than I did, but the, but but verse ten says, "I and I, Jehovah, shall pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication, and they shall look upon me, Jehovah." Whom they have pierced and you know the crucifixion was not an Old Testament thing you know, the Jews would have stoned Jesus if they were going to kill him, but uh, it was a Roman thing and this is written uh, twenty eight generations uh, well no for at least fourteen generations well back up. The silent period was 400 years. This is Zechariah, second to last book in the the Old Testament. So this is at least 400 years before Christ. Um, uh, The Romans weren't anything to be feared, I don't think, 400 years before Christ. But anyway, they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And then the reaction of Israel. And they shall mourn for him as one that mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him that is in bitterness for his firstborn. This is prophecy that hasn't been fulfilled yet. This is uh, the prophecy, I think, of the, the 70th week of Daniel. Um, eschatology has become very, very important to me in the last, I, I would say, the last uh, couple of months, really. But um, so much of the Bible can be explained by understanding uh, the the, frame, the time frame in which these verses take place or will take place if they're prophecy like this one, and Israel's going to come to Christ. is going to come to the Lord Jehovah, uh, and they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And that's a just, uh, and that will happen at the in, when the Lord returns at the end of the tribulation, and they shall come to Christ, the 144,000, which are wiped out during the tribulation, uh, and and call out from the throne of God to God to take vengeance on them that, that live upon the earth, that slaughtered them. Um, it's going to be a time of, of renewal, and it's, it's the 70th week of Daniel. It's, the, it's a Jewish time, and in, in that Jewish time takes the, the second eschatological judgment, which is the judgment of the Jews, which um, they, I guess, pass with flying colors, I would say, by coming to Christ. and and standing up up against the Antichrist. And and they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. I can tell you firsthand that bitterness of the firstborn is very, very sad. I saw that when the, the day after my 18th birthday, my brother was killed in Vietnam. And when I got the phone call with my friend Craig watching... TV, all in the family, was what the show we were watching. But um, my dad came home. I, I had gotten on my knees and prayed that my brother wasn't suffering in the in a ditch because I had read just I was reading maybe the bridges at Tokori and about a a pilot that was shot down in Korea and uh, all they have is a sidearm usually and not a very effective weapon against uh, enemy infantry. But anyway, I, I got on my knees and I prayed that my brother wasn't suffering in a ditch. And when my dad came home, I was pretty dumb at 18, not very worldly. My dad had been through World War II, lost friends in World War II, been been injured um, prior to um, after D-Day, but prior to being deployed with the uh, 17th Airborne division, if I re- remember correctly, um, but uh, then he was in Korea when the war broke out, and uh, then he was at the very end of Vietnam. My brother had a tour in Vietnam before my dad retired, so my dad was you know, wartime, and we've been at war since 9-11, so we're, we're always constantly hearing about people being killed, and have been for the last 19 years but uh, anyway um, he knew what it meant I didn't know what it meant Uh, they came home from a wedding my dad was singing which he never did probably had had something to drink Uh, but at any rate he came in and I guess they could tell by the way I was acting that there was something wrong and they I remember they just I remember that when I told him, my dad, they were right next to me, by the phone in that house on 72nd Court. For those of you that listen to that, this know where that is. But anyway, in the family room, kitchen, and uh just grabbed me and wailed. And as I think I'd said once before in this podcast or in the podcast that I that I uh, never seen my dad cry never heard him wail um and it was it was it was something and boy they were sad a year and a half later he was gone my dad was gone diagnosed with cancer and it was very aggressive uh, colon cancer and took his life a year and a half later but uh 13 months later i was 14 months later i was a cadet at west point but uh my dad did tell me that before we went that that somebody had been in our family for ever since the Civil War and uh, that I didn't, uh, that until my brother died and now for the last 13 months nobody had been in any, on active duty uh, in our arm, in our family and that I didn't need to, it ch- my brother's death changed everything for him and maybe I did tell you this. I I can't remember uh, what I've said to you on podcasts and what I've said to other people, but anyway, if I repeat it, it's, I, it's worth repeating, I guess. but uh, I just I love this verse. I love my wife, I loved her zeal for evangelism. We would pray every day before the we got out of the car every morning. Um, we did not pray thy kingdom come. We prayed Paul's prayer that he admonished believers to pray for him. that that he would have doors of utterance, opportunities to share Christ. And at Florida Christian School, we had those very often. And kids, parents, just people on campus. Anyway. um, All right. So I've told you uh, why I chose Zechariah 1210. I've told you what it means. And I'll read it one more time, and then I will sign off. Uh, Zechariah twelve ten, and I Jehovah will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication, and they shall look upon me Jehovah, whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. So that's a simile using like or as comparing, the grief of Israel. To the grief of a, a a person that lost their only son or their uh, firstborn. I was not the firstborn, but I got promoted to only son with the death of my brother. A dubious promotion for sure. But uh, I hated God because of how sad my parents were. But I've told you that many times. Anyway. Um, but then I was a sole surviving son, and they were just coming up with draft card numbers, and I, my draft card came back 4F or something. I think it just came back with where my rating was. It said sole surviving son. So I had that draft card somewhere, but uh, I think it survived Hurricane Andrew. But anyway, 14 months later, I was a cadet at West Point and flying down the Hudson in, in, a Huey, in the back of a Huey helicopter, which was... A thrill for me but uh, anyway so i will say adios which means to god and i will say vaya con dios which means go with god